All right, so it's going to be our, our first test run. Um, pretty exciting stuff. So um, you and I had both thought about the podcast idea. Um, did you think about it before, like, the Lipsy training, or had you, like, already, or did that kind of spark the interest? A little be- before the Lipsy training. It was when I was at uh, the old business I was at in Topeka doing commercial, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, the whole kind of changing of the guard type situation that we've talked about newer younger generations coming in doing things a little differently um i listened to podcasts then so you know i think newer younger podcasts especially something that follows us from our start kind of throughout the career gives right. you know people really good insight into what you need to know what it takes right. how to get involved right well, like yeah and i feel like if it's like it done correctly in a couple of years it can be big enough to where that's like the go-to thing to listen to Absolutely. you know i feel like um a lot of things gonna move away from you know the the articles or stuff like that where it's gonna be more kind of audio format exactly um so i think it's a really good space that we're gonna try to step into um and like we both said you know at first it's not really gonna bring any value to us or to anyone but it's more so the long-term play and, and what we can do with that so that's very exciting um and i know we got a couple ideas we're gonna do a lot of interviewing the the uh yeah, a lot the of senior agents and kind of learn from them um so i want to ask you though because this is going to be you know our, our test runs not be anything serious but how different is kind of the commercial um space as an agent different here than you did in topeka or is there any difference at all it's there's a huge difference um the main one being, you know, it's a larger pond, so I have a lot more competition here. Whereas right. versus, you know, Topeka, yeah, kind of one, you know, larger local group that we kind of competed with. They had a CDRE guy there, but, um, you know, it wasn't like what they're doing up in Kansas City or anywhere else. So you right. got some outside market groups that started coming in. But it wasn't anything like up here where you got NAI Martins, you've got CBRE, you've got all the giants up here that mm-hmm. are really pushing and, and moving deals around. Um, the other big change was just inner office. I was used to really kind of being my own guy, building all my marketing materials, finding my properties, doing all that, whereas here... Y'all have the sales group, does everything for you, just super nice and convenient. There's a lot of other agents within the office you can bounce ideas and things off of, so that's a, yeah. a huge advantage. Yeah, for sure. No, it's definitely a great place. I mean, I, I haven't seen any other, like, commercial offices, but from what I've seen here and from what I've heard, like, it's just such a good system having everyone around. There's a lot of, like, pieces in place to make everything go smooth, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. Um and how and how long have you been doing commercial for? Right around four years now. Four years. Coming up on my fourth year, so And what what's what made you want to get into commercial? Like what's the reason you got into this? I've just kinda always been involved with it. Um growing up in high school I did landscaping for a property management company and then eventually through then kind of was running my own property management landscaping crew. Um, I eventually did that throughout high school and then a little bit in college. And I thought, you know, I've seen 
pretty much the whole business from the start of landscaping all the way to where I got into the office with actual property management. So I was like, why not hop to the other side and do yeah. brokerage or development, something like that. And how has your experience been so far? Because I'm a way newer agent than you. I only have a couple months in it, and I had no previous experience with it. So for you having four years, I guess it's still considered kind of newer agents, not really like, you know, Definitely. Uh, more experience. But how has it been for you, and like what are the things you, you enjoy or don't enjoy about it? I love, I love what we do, um, honestly, because the way I look at it is, you know, you're helping especially – some of those smaller tenants i've worked with a lot of you know mom and pop shops um and when you're doing that i mean you are helping somebody achieve their dream a lot of people have dreamed to start their own business and right. open up a shop or open up their own store it's really hard for small businesses to be able to do that and be successful and they put their entire lives into it all right all their lives are at stake when when you're doing it with the small businesses so that's something i really enjoy doing you know you're not making your killing on the big bucks there um but you're really helping out the community right. more so in that way yeah it's more so kind of helping someone else fulfill the american dream which is you know start your own business do well absolutely um and you're kind of there providing them with you know the location and giving them what you know about the marketing, finding them the best place, the best rate to, to do well. So absolutely, yeah, I mean, that's what something... we do is going to determine whether they're successful or not. I right. Mean, you put them in a great location that's going to uh, be the best for their business. That's with a good landlord that works well with their tenants and does maintenance on time. All that stuff makes a huge difference, especially right. for those smaller people. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely excited. You know, every agent wants to do the the multi-million dollar deals. That's what everyone goes for. But mm-hmm. I'm really excited to work with the smaller ones who, like I said, are starting their own business um, and want to find a location because I'm always interested in kind of like startups. And, you know, I've had a couple of startups myself. Awesome. I try to do like a clothing brand um, and a bunch of like other little like Amazon affiliate stuff. So, you know, having been in there for a little bit, I know what it's like. To have those feelings of, you know, you want to get bigger and and uh, progress. So helping someone find a good location is going to be very exciting. Yeah. Um, and it's going to form a lot of, like, really good relationships down the line because you never know where they may end up, where you may end up. Absolutely. Um, and starting small can, le- can end up being something bigger. So that's, that's really exciting. I love, I love being a customer to them as well. You know, there's a hair salon I lease space to, and that's where, you know, I started getting my hair cuts. And it's just, yeah. you know, I go in there and... We put them in and we support their business. I love stopping by, making sure everything's going all right. So it's it's nice to be able to pop in and you know keep a check up on how things are going for your clients while supporting their business as well. Yeah, but, and I guess that also gives you information on like um, kind of the area, the landlord. You kind of keep a tab on. You know, the the landlord is good. Has the area been good for them? Their traffic, so. And on top of just supporting the business, which is which is really awesome. Um, so have you have you made the transition now from you know your Topeka business to Wichita? Because I know a while back when I asked you about it, you were still kind of doing like wrapping up a lot of Topeka stuff. Yeah, I'm still working the Topeka market. I'm still picking up listings there. And in this business, and you know, as they've told you here, it's all about who you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, coming up here is a 
at or down here, I guess it would be Ted. Yeah, down here would be is you know it's a complete restart from for me. You know, having to find all your clients. All my guys were Topeka guys, right. so I still get them reaching out to me. So I'm still picking up listings there. I don't mind the drive back. I get to show some space, then go see my mom afterwards right. to get lunch with her. So it's always nice to kind of be able to two birds one stone right. that thing there but yeah here it's uh you know i've got a few listings here but you know like i just said it, it's a absolute complete restart um, right. i don't view myself in in any different chair than than all of our newer agents here yeah it's well it's nice that you get to go up there and see your family is is all your family in sopeka or do you have any family here no family you're the only one here yeah 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 it's a complete complete change of it you had to go through yeah yeah absolutely and I, adapt uh have you lived on your own before or is it like yeah a... I, uh, I lived in texas for four four and a half okay. years so um that was when i was in the army and then moved back here when i got out so yeah i saw your your picture on the the office is that like the the group or what is it called yeah the it's a platoon, platoon photo we all got together and took right before we went in um so yeah it's definitely i just keep it right there yeah. it's sort of uh i get to look up take a glance at it and then get back to work yeah the motivational factor in a way. so how was that experience for you like how long were you in the in the army and what'd you do over there six and a half years okay total. was that like right after high school or yeah, yeah i went right in straight from high school i wasn't going to make it through college yeah. that's for sure uh wasn't mature enough for it i don't think so you know went in uh did deployment to mosul uh for a year and then came back and you know after all that's so when i kind of decided out go to school um I was growing up for school by then, yeah. so by then I was 24 when I started, and, you know, I had the GI Bill, and everything's just a little more important at that aspect as far as going to your classes and everything. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of kids I saw, you know, not going to class and not really caring if they failed a class, you know, it wasn't a huge deal, whereas, you know the GI Bill keeps you to a certain standard that you right. have to keep to keep that money. So um, attending class, doing all, all your due diligence, doing all your homework was really Well, important. I bet going through the Army taught you a lot of, like, valuable skills in terms of maybe, like, discipline, discipline hard work. Uh, yeah, discipline, hard work. Um, I was in the infantry, so didn't really transfer over to, uh, you know, an office environment. Right, very, very different. Well change but i think there's still some skills learned from there that you can transfer over absolutely i, I really want to you know push real estate commercial real estate towards veterans a lot more because we're so good at communicating that's one of our big things we got to do is really be able to relay accurate information to the right person in a timely manner in great detail yeah um, and that's something a lot of infantry guys are really good at a lot of army people in the army are really good at and communication is such a huge part of our business so i think that being able to keep track of things you know it, it all kind of fits in line but when you come out like i did you know um there i didn't see anything real estate wise that was like you know a job opportunity 
I didn't get the job I first applied at because I had no accounting experience or office experience yeah. when, you know, yeah, I had other skill sets other than that stuff. But um, when they're looking at you on paper, you know, that's kind of what counts. Yeah, so. for sure. So have you uh, kind of found like a certain market you like, whether it be like, you know, the retail, the warehouse, office, or are you kind of involved in a little bit of like everything? Kind of involved in a little bit of everything. I mean, I, I really like retail. Um, it's kind of mostly what I've done. I've done a little bit of office, done a little bit of warehouse um, and some land. So I've kind of been all over the board. You know, a deal comes across, so look into it no matter what it is. Yeah. And, um, I don't accept everything, but um, things that I'm confident in that I can get done for the owner. Right. You know, I, I take those. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I know a lot of people kind of, a lot of senior agents kind of specialize in whether it be retail or multifamily or land. Um, they still do a lot of the deals, but they have like their own kind of market that they that they really specialize in. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I noticed too. Seems like kind of all of the uh, senior agents kind of have their bread and butter, and you know I noticed that a lot from Topeka developers. I I worked with they kind of have their lane that of what they develop and that's what they do they yeah. you know don't feel the need to venture in anyone else's space if they're developing travel centers they're not gonna you know go develop an apartment complex right just, it's not just sticking to what's comfortable and what they know works absolutely that's what uh, one of my clients you know he says i'm I'm not good at a lot of things, but I'm damn good at what I do. Yeah. So, you know, he's just the absolute best in, you know, his sector of the market. And that's right. what it takes, you know, finding your niche. Right. So I wanted to ask you, because um, this is something that I'm currently struggling with, is just kind of like understanding the market in terms of pricing or kind of, you know, lease rates. So with you having, you know, knowledge of commercial real estate from Topeka, moving to a new market what is something that has kind of helped you like start to understand um the wichita market or did you already have an idea or is it kind of the same as topeka um or kind of what what uh what have you been doing with that there's similarities and differences um you know here for me learning the market is it's obviously a larger market so i need to learn what you know there's good areas of town there's bad areas of town and there's in-betweens so you know i need to learn where are these high-end locations and what are the rents going for there you know 18 bucks a foot is you know a base rent for an area i'm looking at a water walk right now um comparatively to okay where if i'm gonna need something in the seven to eight dollar range where am i gonna need to look there whereas topeka is kind of section in the thirds where you kind of you know far west side you have your kind of high-end area off of wanamaker and then in the middle off of gauge you've got your seven to eight dollar rents and then the further east you go it just gets lower so here it's kind of you know you're mix and match everywhere price is gonna a lot of different areas change a couple blocks east and west side are like both pretty high end but in the middle it's like a different thing you got north side mm-hmm. um so you know that's that's pretty cool um so are you kind of taking it as like 
you know, case by case, whenever you need a space, you look at an area and start to understand that area, or are you doing kind of individual research um, for an area? I'm kind of taking it case by case right now. Um, you know, what I really need to do is just uh, get an, an income, a map, you know, an aerial view of kind of Wichita that shows the different incomes um, and highlight them in different colors. Okay. And do kind of a a heat map like that just to help me at a glance you know if somebody's calling and asking hey i need a space but i want to be on the east side in a high end of town then i can just kind of look up and have a general idea of what right. i need to search um you know it probably wouldn't hurt me doing more just individual research on the side but um you know working topeka emporia and wichita it's you know, uh, keeps me spread yeah. pretty thin a lot of times. So would you say kind of that income heat map that you were talking about, is that, uh, does that correlate with kind of the lease rates and the sale rates? Mm, I mean, it will just due to everyone in the, it takes everybody in the area's income level. So, you know, if you go into uh, a new market type of area, yeah. you know, you're going to, see some higher rental rates there um whereas you know if you're somewhere in the middle off of central like we mentioned um you're gonna get a little lower rates there gotcha. so yeah see i didn't even think about kind of looking at like an income map but now that you mentioned that like that's going to be really helpful for me to look at now um so i can kind of start seeing the different pockets of you know higher end and where it kind of tapers off um, yeah. So that's something that's going to be really useful for me to start looking into to kind of start understanding the market um, more myself. Because like I said that's been one of my like biggest struggles because I have no previous knowledge of kind of commercial or anything like that. So I'm still trying to figure out, you know, all of the little the little things and intricacies yeah. that go into. And one of those is kind of the market knowledge. So um, that's going to be like, like I said, really helpful for me. So thank you for that, that yeah. advice. Um and I guess another thing would be like, do you have any other advice for a brand new fresh agent like myself to kind of start breaking into the space um, and really get things going? Um, you know, building a contact list is huge. I know I've uh, kind of discussed a few things here in the office with uh, a contact software on that hopefully we'll end up getting. I yeah. had it to start out and it was so helpful. For me because a, a big part of the deal is you know okay you get a listing that's your you know step one you get your listing then who do you reach out to a lot of these times you'll go okay i need to find a real estate department at you know this website um and there's nothing if you need, to, if you need to take a call we can always no, look. That, i'll get back okay. to him after this cool cool um you know if you uh i just completely forgot what i was talking about now uh we're talking about like a contact list and getting yeah. like a listing yeah. and so you get your listing and then you find contacts it's hard to find contacts just going online and going through then you know obviously being in such a big office everyone that's done the business here has a lot of really good contacts they've done it for 40 years so they keep that kind of close to the best yeah um so that it gets hard to reach out to people with this software it really helps us just be able to search by the square footage of space that we have to lease. It brings up all the retail businesses, office businesses looking there, and it has a real estate contact for you. 
So even though if I don't get a deal done with some of these people, I still have their contact information. And that just gives us as new agents the same amount of opportunity to reach out to other people as people that have done it for right. 20 years have. Right. Yeah, it's definitely going to be pretty helpful if we have something like that. Because um, as of me, like right now, like you said, I have no previous like contacts or knowledge. So if I were to get something you know, a listener or anything, and I have just no one else to reach to, it's going to make it, like, mm-hmm. that much more harder as opposed to having a contact list that I can reach out to that could be potential um, buyers or, you know, lease out the space. And even if they don't, they might know someone that could yeah. use it. So, yeah, yeah exactly. it's going to be – that'll be pretty helpful. Um, I'm pretty sure it'd be helpful for just not even newer agents, but just really anyone so that they have a large pool of people to reach out to. There's a lot of turnover, especially at those, you know, kind of – giant corporate real estate places like CVS, I know, um, it seems like they kind of would have a new guy for our region every year, every other year. So it's nice to be able to at least stay updated on who's going where. And, um, you know, I've had some of these contacts for three, four years now and still the same people. So, right. Cool. Um, anything else that you kind of want to mention about commercial or yourself um, what are your hobbies i know you play cod yeah play, play yeah, cod every now and then you got any any other hobbies game. that you uh, uh really do hunting i like to i like to hunt a lot big waterfowl hunter um season started here soon so kind of getting ramped up for that yeah but yeah other than other than that you know just being outdoors spend time with my daughter yeah how old is your daughter again two and a half two and a half yeah a pretty i mean i guess i was gonna say like that's a nice age but really any age for a kid is just like a really yeah you know good age whether they're really young or five they all have their own different like steps in life that you get to witness because i have a little sister who's uh 10 months old and watching her grow has been just like amazing because my little brothers i was like nine years old and they were born so i didn't really get to get the full kind of like experience of watching a kid grow yeah uh, but now that i'm older and i get to see her like you know start to take her steps or start to try to like make words out or stuff like that it's really just really nice to see so i can only imagine you know the difference of knowing that that's your kid and watching yeah. them grow is probably different than watching a sibling but genetics is a crazy thing it's fun you know matching a personality to you know what you used to or who you know that's your mom coming out of you, your dad mm-hmm. coming out of you. Um, you know, it's also nice just for what, you know, picking her up from daycare. We'll go drive around, look at a few buildings, look at a few places. And, you know, I talk to other people in the industry that their kids are doing it now. And right. that's the kind of the start they remember. So, you know, you can start building those memories, I think, right around that two and a half, three yeah. age. Cool. How long have you been hunting for? Pretty much since I was I was young. Um, my dad kind of got me into it, and I was kind of a sissy when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a super skinny, so get me out in the cold weather, and I wanted to be back in the warmth <laughs> in about 30 seconds. So yeah. I kind of got more into it um, after I got out of the Army and, and lived back here in, in Topeka when uh, I could kind of handle some of that harsher weather. Yeah. So, are you going to do the, the hunting back in Topeka or are you going to find a space like near here 
do some hunting up here. I've got a buddy that runs a, a hunting outfit out of Newton, and I'll go on some hunts with him during the year. Um, my family's got some land back in Auburn, and so I'll go out there to hunt and enjoy being out there. It's yeah. peaceful. That's pretty cool. I, I've always wanted to, like, kind of get into anything. I think I've talked to you about it before, kind of, yeah. you know, listen to a lot of, like, Joe Rogan and Cameron Haynes, and he's a big, like, hunter. Oh, yeah. Um, and bow hunting is, like, really what I want to, like, try to like get into and stuff yeah um i just hear there's a lot of it's it's very difficult but it's also really re- rewarding when you go out there and and do it um so yeah, that's something that like i really want to kind of try to get into i still need to get a bow which is gonna be the first like yeah. step step um, one but yeah no that's that's really cool that you do that um that's all i do is is for deer is bow hunt and it is exactly like you say you know definitely rewarding i think yeah. it, it's something that just for me, provided uh, a direct example of, you know, putting in the work and the effort and it paying out. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, you just waltz out there. So, you know, some people will get a deer and stuff. But I really think, you know, truly putting in the work, putting in the practice and enjoying the process of it all is just a huge part yeah. of it. Well, hey man, if you're gonna go, you know, bow hunting, you got a spot. Let me know. I like I said, I really want to come out and just kind of experience it, and you know, just be out in nature. I I love being out in nature, even if it's like cold or whatever. Just a really cool experience. Um, and I mean, you're hunting freaking super animals. Like these things run faster than we could ever run. Yeah. All they do is just run, and um, it's it's pretty difficult when you think about like what you're hunting when it comes to like deer or elk. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. So yeah, no, that's that's super cool. Um, and you mentioned you've been trying to get more into into Call of Duty. So yeah, how's that? Have you played that before? Or are you getting into it? Or I played before. I was a a big Battlefield guy for. A are you long getting the time. new one, the twenty forty two? Probably not. No. Um, for me, there's like this, you know, futuristic cutoff. Yeah. To where it's like Call of Duty went that route, where they went just. The exosuits and jumping. Way too futuristic for me. And so I kind of got out of it at that point. And then when they kind of started circling back around um, is when I started getting back into it. So, you know, I do think Vanguard's probably just a distraction from the regular Warzone for a little bit, just like the the last one was. But, you know, it's fun so far. Do you play it just kind of like as a as a hobby, more as a as a time thing, or what's kind of your 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 use for wanting to play? It's kind of a wind down thing. I think everybody has, you know, whether you call it a vice or something at the end of their day that they do to kind of you know self consciously let their body know that hey, you know. Time to relax. Yeah, I'm then, not working now. Yeah. I'm putting my phone down, closing the laptop. So that's usually, um, you know, what I do to, at the end of the night after my daughter goes to bed, you know, shut everything down, get a couple games in, and, you know, that allows me just to, you know, not think about anything outside of what's going on right. for at least 30 minutes now. Right. Yeah, no, that's super exciting. Like, for me, I've been playing Call of Duty ever since I was, like, 14 or probably even younger um it's just one of those things you know as a kid you pick up and you're yeah. just you're just like man this is this is so cool like i've Absolutely. it's crazy um and it's crazy how like games are just getting better and better and software technology computing 
Shit, um, the ability to make money off of doing yeah. it now is yeah. Is I know outrageous. there's that was my you know in my kind of I guess I would say generations age when I was growing up it was you know well you can't you can't get a job playing video games yeah so you and now you can and now, and now there are, there's people making millions millions, yeah, millions playing video games which is crazy. Know how the world's gonna go and yeah. how it's gonna switch but my daughter's you know she loves games right now i just got her a paw patrol game and she asks to do it all the time so it's you know two and a half years old she already knows where the triangle button is yeah. where the x button is and it can teach a lot of like things about you know kind of life or just communicating because it puts you in a lot of scenarios where you have to think and use your brain that's a big that, thing that yeah. you can't you can't really get as much of out in, in the real world i guess because it's more of the repetition you know when you're in a video game it's putting you in a lot of situations where you gotta think you gotta do this gotta do that yeah um and then that can help later on in the real world if there is definitely. a balance which i think there should be a balance i definitely think there is um because yeah. i know a lot of kids that all they do is play video games and they're smart but none of that translates to the real world because that's all of it all that they do yeah i um, mean luckily i was able to like mix both of them which i think helped a ton because you know gaming i did a lot of like competitive call of duty yeah. um and there was a lot of communication and practicing and a lot of decision making and even though that's just in a video game you can translate that to the real world 100 um it's just a lot of scenarios that you put in so 100%. yeah that's really awesome and for me kind of like like you video games is kind of just for me it's more of a hobby now it's more than just kind of a like a wind down it's just like another little passion that i have yeah um that i enjoy doing so it's pretty cool that you and I play, and we still we still haven't got a Warzone match. Yeah, and I texted you that still, one day, and you were like, "Yeah, man, I'll be on later." And I just I just never heard back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still working on working on my game a little bit. Yeah. I need to get it up to to where I can play with you and contribute a little bit. To do you theme. do you have the do you have just Warzone, or do you also have like the multiplayer game? Uh, I've got like so which multiplayer game? Well, I know you have Vanguard, Vanguard. Modern Warfare. I ha I used to. I ended up just like getting rid of those pretty yeah. much, and then well, just keep one Warzone. thing that I would suggest if you just kind of want to get better. This helped me a ton. Is I would load up in a private match, put some bots on, and then you go into the settings and you change the health to like two hundred or two hundred and fifty percent, and just shoot them for like ten minutes. And mm -hmm. what what that forces you to do is instead of having to hit three or four shots. Now you got to hit eight to 10 consecutive shots. And over time, you know, with repetition, you're just going to be able to hit consistent. Your, your, your shot, I guess, is going to be better. Yeah. Having to consistently hit more shots. And when you play Warzone, you see maybe like, you know, five to 10 people in a game. But when you're shooting bots, so sometimes I go up to like 500 in one sitting, just, wow. just shooting, just shooting. Yeah. Um, and it, when I started playing like competitive COD and I wanted to improve, that's something that I just like religiously did before I ever played anything. 10 minutes a day, um, just shooting bots on 200 health. And over time in a month, six months, that just adds up and you're going to get significantly better. So that's yeah, something that, try that if you got 10 minutes just before you play, put some bots on 200 health. And just kind of mindlessly, you know, go through it, and eventually you'll you'll get a lot better. So definitely, yeah, I need to try that out. So, I mean, it's already been thirty-two minutes almost, so I think that's it's pretty pretty good. solid. Um, I think it was a good little test run. We saw that. I mean, it works with two people. Yeah. Um, if we want to get more people in, we just need to add another mic. But 
Um, regardless, we saw that it, it works pretty well. I think now we just need to kind of get some, you know, camera. We can just get a phone set up. Um, but other than that, I think it's, I think it'll go pretty well. And I'm going to use this to kind of put into the software to distribute and just kind of know that process. But yeah. I think it went pretty solid. So definitely, we definitely man. talked about commercial, got into a little bit of hobbies. Yeah. And uh, you definitely helped me out with some things, being more experienced than I am. So awesome, that's pretty man. We're all in the, like I said, you know, a new market for me. I, yeah. I don't look at myself being in any different boat than y'all, you know. So we're all trying to build our contact lists and, you know, uh, get some listings. So hopefully throughout the, the podcast as it goes, you'll be able to see our progress. For sure. Or you won't see or... me on the podcast anymore <laughs> and you'll know that I didn't do so right. Well. <laughs> All right, well, let's end it off on that.